Hi, I'm Rebecca Bankston Willoughby. I'm a mom, artist, business owner, and art ministry coach. But more important than any of those, I'm a child of the Most High God. I started this podcast to encourage fellow artists and art business owners to reach for their dreams while giving them some practical guidance to do so. Thanks for listening. This is my first podcast and I'm so excited to share it with you. I have had some trepidation about starting a podcast and some hurdles I've had to grab myself by the ankles and heave myself over, but here it is. I will begin every podcast by going straight to the source, scripture, and a short devotional on the subject of the month. So without further ado, episode one, you also must be patient. Keep your hopes high for the day of the Lord's coming is near, James 5, 8. Endurance and patience or patience and endurance. As the summer begins, so does the pilgrimage of so many to the beach. I have my own plans for a few days of sunshine and sand, and although I don't scuba dive, I do love to snorkel, and I have seen some beautiful underwater landscapes that contain plants, fish, coral, and more during those times. Thinking about those beautiful sights brought me to my subject for the session of Brushes with Grace, the endurance of coral and other undersea organisms to make it to a certain size or an expected adulthood. With growth rates of only 0.3 to 2 centimeters per year for massive corals and up to 10 centimeters per year for branching corals, it can take up to 10,000 years for a coral reef to form from a group of larvae. Two of the top threats to coral reefs today are unsustainable fishing and land-based pollution. Both are due to human activities. And it made me think, what are some human activities that threaten my goals, either personal or business, from flourishing or even its existence? Those threats can come from me or they can come from other people. My own insecurities, my own fear, or other people's negativity if I let that affect me. Coral reefs continue to live even with those threats, but they slowly lose their color and start dying away. Coral bleach is the term used to describe this phenomenon. Bleached coral is not dead, but it is more susceptible to disease and overheating that can cause death. Don't you think if it could that coral would insulate itself from those things that threaten it by putting a barrier around itself? Lucky for us, we can't. We can throw up the most impenetrable barrier there is, the Word of God. That barrier will keep our spiritual lives and our message bright and healthy. Sea turtles are the the other subject for this month. They start out as little fellers struggling to make it across the beach to the water, and then once they get there, they have to avoid the underwater hazards of being eaten by seabirds or fish. Sea turtles can live a long life of 50 to 100 years, but that is only if they make it to adulthood. Estimates vary, but it could be as little as 1 in 10,000 make it that far. It's an endurance race on a track of life and death. Our art lives and art businesses may be under attack 
under the threat of life and death, but it is an endurance of staying on God's track and not giving up until we have reached his finish line instead of our own. Hebrews 10, 36 through 39 says, For you have need of endurance, so that when you have done the will of God, you may receive what he promised. For yet, in very little while, he who is coming will come and will not delay. But my righteous one shall live by faith, and if he shrinks back, my soul has no pleasure in him. But we are not of those who shrink back to destruction, but of those who have faith to the preserving of the soul. Our goal should be to remain faithful and obedient to Christ through every situation, personal and business, in our lives. Now, let's go through some steps to get started in this new art venture. The first one, and what I tell everyone who asks me my advice about starting an art business is have you prayed about it? Have you brought your fears to the feet of the throne? Your fears of failing at business, failing your family, your fear of embarrassment if it doesn't work, wrap all that nastiness up in a cloth of faith and give it to Jesus. He will empty out the trash Reconcentrate that cloth and wrap you up in it to continue the race. Just as I want you to bring your fears and hesitations to the Lord, have you brought your dreams to the Lord? How big or small are your dreams? Do you need just a little extra money each month, or do you want to head full steam ahead and end up with a full-time art business and art career? Whatever your plans, be sure they line up with his, and once you know that they line up with his, then let him steer the ship. That doesn't mean you can sit back on your laurels and do nothing. You're still going to be mopping the deck. You're going to be hoisting the sails, and there's still going to be a lot of grunt work you're going to have to do. But you don't have to worry the direction you're going in because God's got that under control. The next thing is, number two, have you researched it? Where will your ideas and projects come from? Coming up with them yourself is great, and I just encourage you to completely plan out each project from concept to completion. If you need help coming up with projects and ideas, there's always the Brushes with Grace community and membership or individual products. Anything from us is created with the purpose to share the gospel so you can teach it in person, sell or gift the art you create from it, and post the finished product on your website or social media or even use it in your marketing. We are always here to help. We just don't want you to resell it as a course online or as a kit. But no matter where you get your projects, be sure that they are spiritually sound and that they further the kingdom because that is what we are called to do in every part of our lives. Number three is, have you sourced it? Do you have a list of everything you need and where you are purchasing it from? Keep in mind that certain brands and products are on sale every other week or once a month at Hobby Lobby and Michaels. DickBlick.com is where I buy a lot of my supplies from, and they usually take about a week to come in once I've ordered them. 
And then there's always Amazon. Amazon can take a couple of days, they can take a week, they can take a month. So be sure you get a full list of supplies, where they're coming from, how long it takes them to get here, and a cost breakdown for each project. There is nothing more frustrating than figuring out the cost afterwards and realizing you only made a dollar an hour. If it's a ministry project and your goal was not to make profit, but to just strictly reach people for Jesus, then that dollar per hour is great. And you just covered your expensive expenses and that might have been your goal. But if you need to pay for braces or pay the light bill, then pre-planning is the only way to go. Number four, have you tested it? You need to test the project beforehand. I have a group of testers that I can teach a new project to and see about how long it takes to complete it. I may be able to paint something in an hour, but when teaching it, it may take me two to three hours. And when I'm working with a large church group, it can take up to four hours. I would also test the price as well. I live in a rural community in Louisiana, so there's a threshold on the amount that I can charge per class or for my own work. You may live in an area that can absorb a higher price and that would be great for you, but you need to test it. I would start with your same test group and ask them what they think about the higher price you are thinking and let's keep the absolute minimum price you're willing to take for your time to yourself for now. You can also use this test group to vet different projects and see if you can determine their popularity before you start marketing them. You will find that sometimes your test group says no, but it turns out to be a great project that reaches your goal and then some. So always trust your gut and pray over it. Number five, launch it. Social media is a great place to launch it. Once again, your test group can also come in handy when it comes to launching. After all, they have already experienced your awesomeness and can give you great testimonials. Make yourself a flyer and go for it. Take pictures of your test group with their projects. Take pictures of their individual projects. Have them holding their projects, have the projects laying down and just like a group of them. Because that way you can show off your skills and how, see, even inexperienced people can create. I suggest that you accept Venmo or PayPal if you do not already have those set up. That avoids the no-shows problem. We'll talk about that in a little later podcast, but for now, just know that if people prepay for a class, they're more likely to come than people who just call and message you and say, hey, um, I'll just pay you when I get there. Once again, very frustrating to set up a class for 10 people and then five minutes before the class starts, seven of those people message you and say, oops, not coming. I know all of this sounds like a lot to do, and it is. It's a race of endurance, but stay the course and follow the Lord step by step. You will see his success for you and his reward 
which is more valuable than all the gold in the world. And remember, I'm here to help. Our Brushes with Grace community is here to help you succeed in what you're doing. Colossians 3, 23 through 24, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. Since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward, it is the Lord Christ you are serving. So next episode, I'll be talking about the different places that I teach classes and how I pack them. So stay tuned for that, and you have a blessed week.